Connecting at VU. Conversations on feeling at home. The Freien Universiteit Amsterdam used to be a busy and breezing campus, full of students and staff, and perhaps a few older people who just come here to read their paper. Now the campus is fairly empty and it's missing you, our students. How long have you not been at the VU? Can a place still feel like home if you have not visited um, in a while or when you have never been there at all? As became apparent in the podcast following from episode one, some might not feel the need to make new connections, whereas others following episode two are sometimes literally excluded within VU walls. In the third and last episode of Connecting at VU, I'm going to talk with several people about boosting feelings of belonging at the VU for students. I will talk to Mara Christie and Tarek van Pham, the Student Association, and with Professor Sanjay Bulai, who tells about his story of becoming a professor and how he could be a, a role model for students. Related to that topic, I will speak to Sarina Sheikh Druiventak, diversity offer HRM and communications. Does she keep topics like representation and belonging in mind when looking for new stuff? I will end this episode with a conversation between VU student Nathaniel Korfker and with Maurice Krul, Diversity Officer Research. What are their opinions about feelings of belonging for students? And how do they think that students can take these experiences with them once they've graduated? Let's find out. It was only in 2019 that more than a third of VU students reported always feeling at home at the VU and almost 50% felt always at home within their study program. But what about the other students? How can VU and the people who together make the VU contribute to creating a space for everyone to belong? I will discuss this with Marie Christie and Tarek van Vem. Their main activity and priority is boosting belonging for all VU students. Both of you, welcome and thank you for joining me. Marie Christie, can you tell me what uh, FEM exactly does in general and also specifically regarding boosting belonging? Yes, of course. Thank you for inviting us. So yeah, Family of Academic Minds, FEM for short, is a student association. We form this beautiful community, especially for first-generation students, students with a migration background, bicultural students, international students, and just students in general that really like diversity and inclusion. We boost belonging with our families. These families are groups of students with similar interests, but not necessarily similar studies. Within these families, or actually within the whole association, students have a network that they can rely on. Also, we can learn from each other's cultures and differences and experiences. So the whole takeaway of FAM is, instead of dividing people for their differences, we celebrate them. Well, thank you for your answer. And uh, Tarek, you're also committed to creating more connections between students and aim for more feelings of belonging. Can you tell us a bit more about the meetups you've created for achieving this goal? Uh, yes, thank you, Meerte. Uh, the aim of these uh, meetups is to create a platform where students with different opinions have a dialogue. And by doing so, uh, the students will become more aware of each other's problems and obstacles. And by learning from each other's experiences and perspectives, the students build empathy for each other outside of their own bubble. The students will see that the differences might be smaller than they thought at first, and instead find similarities and connect with each other. Mm -hmm. To give a sneak preview on the different topics, the few found that internationals feel less at home than other students, especially now during Corona, and that they feel lonely and miss their family. 
Another interesting topic is that there's a large group of students that feels like the fee doesn't do enough for political diversity. So we would like to give these students a platform to express their feelings and make other students more aware. Great, uh, that seems amazing. Um, and how would you stimulate students from different backgrounds to be part of these meetups? And because what is so different about these meetups and what can they take away from it? Um, well, this is not your common intervention. Here you finally have the chance to express your feelings and opinions in a safe space without judgment. Mm. And while voicing these opinions, you have a chance to let other students see your perspective and relate with you. This way you might find more support for your cause and see that there are more things in common than we thought. Great, thank you so much, Tarek. I can also imagine that some people might think this is not for me or about me or that they may might feel hesitant to be part of it. Um, uh, Marie-Christi, what would you like to say to those who might feel like skeptical or hesitant to join the uh, meetups? Yes, well, of course, the goal is to communicate these findings to the FU, so your voice matters. Also, who knows, maybe you will find some new friends. Um, if you're not convinced yet, check us out on Instagram, fem.students. Well, thanks for joining me. Of course, student associations can play a big role in how we make a home for each other at the VU. Belonging also means finding people we can identify with, not merely as students uh, among each other, but also those we look up to. What can the academic stuff do for us? What do they do uh, to help students feel at home? I will discuss these questions shortly. Here with me is Professor Sanjay Bulai. Uh, thank you for taking the time to be here today. Um, can you tell me a bit about your path to become an academic uh, and whether you felt at home during your studies? Okay, <clears throat> so I started uh, here in 94. I studied uh, mathematics, business mathematics and computer science. And in 98, I graduated and I started my PhD as well here in the mathematics department. Mm. <clears throat> After my PhD, I went to the States and I worked uh, for Lucent Technologies. That's a telecommunication company where I well, progressed my research. And then in 2003, I came back to the university. And then my career here basically took off. Mm -hmm. And then a few years ago, I became full professor in business analytics, also at the mathematics department. Mm -hmm. Well, did I feel at home? That's a difficult question. I was the first PhD student of my supervisor. So there were no other PhD students. Mm -hmm. So certainly not uh, PhD students that were, well, if you look at ethnicity or uh, different uh, backgrounds, uh, there were none. Mm. Um, and for me, uh, working here was quite quite special, I would say. I myself, I'm born in Suriname. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I'm a Hindu and from home I had, well, a, a type of education and uh, also like a set of morals and norms that were kind of different than what was, well, usual at the VU. Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, simple things like calling my supervisor by his name. Mm. That's, well, that's difficult in my culture. Uh, the, the, in my culture, the hierarchy, the, the you know, professors are, are, are people that deserve a lot of respect. So you don't call them by name. Whereas in the Dutch culture, uh, 
well, you call people by their name. You can also question people when they, you know, when they have different opinions, which was difficult for me in the beginning. Mm. So did I feel at home? Yes, I felt at home, but I lived in two cultures. Right, right. And well, gradually I learned to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. And because of that experience that you had yourself, is it now then more important that... Uh, uh, the students that you have a class with also see you as a role model and that you can represent them in a way? Um, well, I hope they see me as a role model. It's it's not my intention to be a role model. Mm. Uh, but I do understand the students much better. Uh, I do understand that your background, your education, your culture affects the way you behave in class, in interaction with well professors or with other people mm. and i try to at least well to the best of my knowledge i've not I, i've not been trained in this uh to deal with that and to respect that um and well if that creates a role model so be it but it's not my intention mm -hmm. okay thank you for sharing your story about how you became an academic and your view on being a possible role model I will also talk about this with Sarina. Can you tell me a bit about your work? What do you do? Yeah, uh, what do I do? Very good question. Well, first of all, my name is Sarina Sheikh-Druivendak and since 18 months, I'm uh, working uh, for the VU um, in the role of diversity officer as you introduced for HR, and especially in the lead on the topic of more colorful VU. Um, but the part of communications, um, I'm more focused on inclusive communications, both corporate and uh, internal. Um, that's a bit my role. We are uh, in total in the field with five diversity officers, uh, chief diversity officer, two student diversity officers, and two uh, people who help, who help us making policy. Mm. Uh, and we work together with uh, different networks within the FU, women at FU, FU Pride, also, uh, very strong connections with HR, of course, for my, uh, for my, for the team I'm working on, mm. um, and with uh, a lot of students, of course, with the board, with the deans and directors. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, one big network. Yeah, this, a uh, big group. This diversity community. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Um, so you're working on an action plan uh, regarding hiring, uh, working with, and appreciating diverse staff. Can you explain what you would like to achieve with this plan? Yes, the focus uh, from the point of view of the strategic plans of uh, the VU is uh, creating a more colorful VU because first of all, we need uh, more role models for our uh, multicultural students, people from a non-migrant descent. And on the other hand, our teams at the VU from the uh, point of view of the staff need to be more inclusive to generate a higher quality in our research, uh, education, uh, in the services uh, we offer to students and staff. And therefore, yes, uh, mm. I wrote an action plan about uh, a colorful staff focus on inclusive uh, hiring, inclusive recruitment, inclusive working climate and inclusive promotion and talent development. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And. and can you explain very shortly why is it important um, for students to have role models in the university? Um, I think a student and study success, um, I think role models play a big role in student and study success. 
and um, also in uh, belonging, feeling at home in the VU community, in the VU, um, helps people, helps students uh, to uh, make their time at the VU more successful. Mm. So, um, yeah, in our context, I think it's very important to have these role models. And if we look at figures, um, we can see, for example, that 1.4 of our scientific staff has non-Western descent. Um, and if we look at the students, we see uh, that uh, 22% has a non-Western background. Mm. So there's uh, still a big challenge, but also a big opportunity for us to work on this. Right, right. Well, thank you so much for explaining uh, what you do and what the diversity office does about a more colorful uh, VU. As I hear you talk, it seems that feelings of belonging and connections with people from different backgrounds, it's something that's also very important for your prof uh, professional life after you graduated. Um, my last conversation in this podcast will be with Nathanael Korfker, a student philosophy van cultuur en bestuur, in combination with uh, theology and religious studies, uh, media. Uh, en Maurice Krul, uh, diversity officer, research at the VU. Uh, welcome, both of you. Uh, thanks for joining me. Um, first to you, Nathanael. Uh, do you feel at home at the VU? And can you add what the VU has contributed uh, in terms of feeling at home? Well, I would say that uh, right now in these Corona times, it's uh, very difficult to feel at home at the VU. Uh, but in my bachelor time, I studied philosophy in my bachelor. Uh, I must say I had a very good home feeling uh, at the VU. And one of the most important things for this feeling was uh, my study association. So there was a study association, Icarus, for philosophy and uh, religion. And um, yeah, wh when I met the people of that study association, uh, I Im immediately felt at home and it made me also, uh, yeah, want to want to do things for for view university eventually yeah so connecting with other students really helps you feeling at home yeah and yeah. Uh, especially through the the study association yeah. so yeah. people with with uh, similar interests as uh, you have that that's completely different from from high school where uh, well uh, everyone is there because they are necessitated to be there right. uh, and not necessarily with the same interests. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so thank you for your uh, answer. Are there certain opportunities that you took uh, that have positively contributed to where you are now at the VU? Um, or are there opportunities that you haven't taken, but you regret um, and you would recommend to take because VU has this diversity of students? Well, mostly I would say that I took uh, opportunities at the VU. Um, uh, as I've said, I, uh, I I very much liked my study association. And uh, eventually, well, after one year, I also um, took a position in the board of my mm. study association. And uh, alongside from that, I was in the education committee uh, and uh, the the uh, faculty student board and that's uh, those kind of things. Okay, great, thank you. Um, Maurice, can you tell me a bit about your work as a diversity officer uh, research at the VU? Um, and um, relating to that, what do you think is needed for more students to feel at home at the VU? 
Well, uh, at the diversity office, uh, we look at a broad range of themes around diversity. We look at uh, students uh, from different ethnic backgrounds and their study success and dropout. We look at the diversity of staff. And we did a big survey uh, on belonging at the VU. And this is a unique survey because no other university looked into this uh, topic uh, so far. Mm -hmm. And we found uh, some interesting results in the sense that uh, students do feel at home at the VU, uh, actually regardless of their ethnic and religious uh, background. But at the same time, we also see that people feel excluded and discriminated. And that can be on the basis of their ethnicity, their religion, or the, for instance, on their sexual preferences. So these things seem to go uh, alongside each other. Mm -hmm. And another important finding was that uh, a lot of students think that there is a groups that uh, are forms based on ethnicity or nationality and that hinders really how people interact with each other on campus. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you for um, explaining about the survey. Um, I don't know, Natalio, if you were already studying at the food by then, did you fill out the survey as well and do you recognize some of the results? Uh, yeah, I, I participated in this uh, survey, and um, well, I, I would say that uh, it, within the, the the part of the VU University I uh, participated in, that um, there there weren't really those kind of feelings that people were excluded. I think my association was really open and welcoming towards all kinds of people um, and well yeah uh, the, the the study uh, when I began was uh, in Dutch mm. so uh, it, it tended to be well the nationality of the Netherlands yeah yeah okay good to hear um, and then a quick last question for uh, both of you um, Regarding diversity and belonging and connections, what do you hope for VU students in the future? Maybe you first, Nathaniel? Um, well, of course, I hope that, that uh, students will will get somewhat of the, the same experience I had. Um, and well, th this is kind of my my personal point that uh, I hope that, that people also feel um, uh, free to, to express themselves in, in uh, the language they want to use because one of the things I feel is that um, right now my, my study association has become uh, more internationalized and this means that well actually the Dutch students are feeling much, much less inclined to participate in some uh, intellectual debates where you can find common ground so that's uh, that would be a thing, I think. And what about you, Maurice? Yeah, mm. I think the VU has done a good job in terms of facilitating uh, people with different uh, important uh, identities, religious, uh, et ethnic, and also around sexuality. Uh, but I think what we need to do now is to cross these borders. 
between the different groups. And that we didn't do so well so far. And I think uh, that's a bit what uh, Nathalie also said, that is maybe important to find other interests or identities that overlap between people, even when they come from different ethnic uh, backgrounds or religions or have different sexual preferences. I really need to invest more in bridging between groups based on common grounds that could be uh, also being young uh, at the VU and, uh, and, or sports or anything else that, that connects people. Well, thank you both for uh, joining me and uh, what a nice end to add this whole podcast series uh, with a hopeful message. Uh, thank you, Nathaniel. Thank you, Maurice, for uh, joining me. This is already the end of the podcast series Connecting at VU. We had the honor to speak to several students and staff from the VU to hear all their different stories and experiences and what is needed to make more and better connections. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. This podcast was brought to you by researchers of the Diversity Office of the Vrije Universiteit Amsterdam in collaboration with VU Vereniging VAM en VU Campus Radio. Researchers Geertje Hulsebos, Meert van den Hey, Isminta Waldering en Zakia Esenhaji produced this podcast with the help of producer Mark Lemay. For more information and updates about diversity and inclusion at VU en VAM, please visit the website www.vu.nl/diversity or make sure to follow them on Facebook or Instagram.